the JJC podcast experience in partnership with the Red Radio. Hey, and welcome back to the platform. I'm your host, Samantha. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about something that affects most teenagers and I am experiencing it myself. And it is a topic that teenagers face during their teenagehood and they don't know how to handle it. And sometimes they are said to have attention issues. So today we will talk about anxiety disorder. What is anxiety disorder? Anxiety disorder is a mental health disorder characterized by feeling of worry, anxiety, or fear that may be strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. So examples of anxiety disorder would be panic attacks, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder and things like that so I when I was 14 I actually realized that I have anxiety disorder and mine is panic attacks so I panic when I'm stressed when I'm worried when I'm in fear even when I'm in pain I, I panic and it was something that was a bit stressful and confusing for me at first because not a lot of people were able to help me and it was a thing of asthma or no, she just wants attention and I got bullied for that because they thought I just wanted attention when I was wheezing and I was running out of breath and I was crying right and it was painful because here I am panicking and people I can hear people talking around me saying this one just likes attention attention seeker all I could hear was attention 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 and I also thought to myself that what if it's just me seeking attention because I wasn't Actually, I was aware, but influence of people around me made me get into their bubble and be like, what if I'm just seeking attention? And it really wasn't that, right? But, but that is not something that people should worry about or stress over because it's a disorder that a lot of us have. It could be just you being stressful and or going through a lot and you just panic or you have to go somewhere like to college interviews job interviews or whatsoever and that stress those thoughts that come to your mind make you panic and it's just a disorder it's not a condition or a disease or whatsoever it's just a condition that we experience as people and I've learned how to control that and I've learned how to deal with such things and it was a bit a rocky 
road for me because I didn't have someone to be there for me. Okay, but if you are to experience such, I honestly feel like people should know what you are going through. People should be able to actually help you and not be like, she's just seeking attention or he's just seeking attention, right? And that is like what I experienced for like two years of my life until one day I actually explained to people that, no, this is what happens and this is how it happens and this is what you must do. That's when people actually realized that, oh, that is what happens when she does this and that and that, right? And today I'm going to give you tips for dating someone with anxiety disorder. So if you are to ever date someone like that, you must know what to do. You can't just stand there helplessly because you will feel their pain, their worry, their stress, and you'll stress yourself, right? And the first one is identify their triggers. Things that might be worrying them or stressing them could be family, could be school, could be college, job, even small things like exams or a driving lesson, right? And this might be a little difficult, but once you identify what makes them anxious, it will help you to make them feel safe around you, to make them not stress a lot around you. The second one would be be there. Just be there. An anxiety disorder can be complex, but the best thing you can do is be there for them and let them know that you care. Once you feel loved and cared for, you tend to settle down and calm down a little bit. And that helps when you are in a panic mode, right? And no surprises, unless you know it's going to make them happy. Surprises can be hard to handle for people with anxiety. It is difficult because you can just... Jump out of nowhere and I'll panic, right? So unless you know that it's something that will make them happy and keep them calm as much as possible, then you can go for it. And the fourth one is change is hard for a person with an anxiety disorder. Try to limit major changes in your relationships if possible. Things will change, but be ready to help your partner go through it, right? Be there for them, like I said before. If you are going to change from this stage to that of your relationship, hold their hand and be like, we're going through change. I'm here for you. I'll always be here for you. And we are going to be okay. We are going to get through this change. Then they know that you care and they won't worry or stress about it. The fifth one would be something simple, like hugs or kisses. Things as simple as that make things much better because they actually calm the person down. They bring them 
back to earth, bring them to the normal world of relief, love, care, being cherished, right? And those are the smallest things that you can do randomly or when they're in a panic mode. Number six is reassure them as often as you are able that they are appreciated. They'll be thankful for this because if they know that they are appreciated by someone that loves them, it means the world. Really, it really does mean the world. And it helps them to stay calm in situations where they know that uh, this is like a fake friendship or whatsoever. And if they know that my partner has my back, my partner appreciates me, my partner loves me, then they are able to stay calm, relaxed, and be like, I'll get through this. Right. Number seven attend therapy sessions with them if they are comfortable with you being there therapy helps a lot really like taking out that load that was on your shoulders that whole truck that was on you is a big relief like a big big relief and if you go with them as someone that loves them it's more relieving because they know that someone that cares for me is here for me and I'm about to let go of the things that worry me or stress me. And it helps them stay relaxed and calm and it prevents, let me not say unnecessary, but it prevents frequent panic attacks or post-traumatic stress disorders or whatsoever right number eight no matter how simple acknowledge their progress even if it's just them having a less time rated panic attacks maybe they usually have them for like seven minutes and they have it for five minutes now it's progress and means now they're able to control it Bring themselves back to their bodies and tell themselves that they're going to be okay. It's progress. Baby steps, little steps make a big, big difference. Number eight is, if possible, include your partner in self-care rituals. So if you do... Uh, daily routines of face and food massages, pedicure, whatsoever. Include them so that they are not alone to overthink and panic. Take them wherever you have to go, whatever errands you have to run that have to do with self-care rituals. Take them with you, do them with them, then they know that they are loved and cared for. The next one would be maintain your identity. As you and your partner become closer, you might find key parts of your identity, individuality and independence shifting to make room for your partner. Be accommodating but maintain your sense of self. People that have anxiety disorder 
find it difficult to handle people that are not themselves because when you are being fake they worry about you and that could lead them to an attack or whatever disorder that they suffer from right and just as a partner maintain that self sense of self and keep in mind that you have a partner that suffers from anxiety disorder and your change affects them also and yourself your sense of self affects them the next one would be practice good communication your voice concerns in a respectful and non-argumentative way don't accuse them of anything like even if you are to accuse them make sure your voice is calm and relaxed and they in that way they able to open up and be like i did it and i'm sorry right but if you come with a fighting approach they won't fight back but instead they disorder will be in mode and they will panic or suffer from the disorder and now you at fault because you came with the wrong approach right and it triggers them in the smallest way especially if you fighting them that is a big 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 trigger it is a big one educate yourself about what can help with anxiety from incredible incredible knowing what one is going through is a big way of helping them knowing what kind of disorder they suffer from is also a way of helping them because you won't just do certain things when they're having a panic attack because it's different when they're having a post traumatic stress disorder right and they don't react in the same way or they don't meet the same kind of therapy or treatment or self care so if you know what anxiety disorder they suffer from then you know what you're getting yourself into how you can help your partner how you can be there for your partner and it helps a lot for your partner to to actually know that if i'm to go through this my partner is to be there for me right and number 13 would be keep them apprised about the things that are happening in your life so keep them in the clear make sure they know what's going on in your life and around you if you're having troubles or difficulties with anything make sure they are aware because if they're not aware and they sense it or they see it they stress for you 
and they panic for you or they suffer from their disorder for you. So if they in uprise, in uprise with what's going on in your life as a partner, then it's easier for a partner to be there for you and they can actually kind of put their disorder aside for you and it helps them to grow and to overcome that kind of disorder. Number 14 is don't forget that your partner is the expert on their own anxiety. I'll repeat that. Don't forget that your partner is the expert on their own disorder. And that means that they know how to deal with it. They know what triggers it. They know what's going on with them. They know when to come back to earth. They know how to calm themselves down. They know when it's about to happen. And sometimes if in, they're in an open space, you'll see them walk away from everyone so that they don't draw that kind of attention. And they'll come back after 20 minutes when they've calmed themselves down. They've spoken to themselves. They've done all this kind of self-care that they have been taught. And it is a way that they deal with it as a person. Number Fifteen is don't mistake anxiety behavior as directed towards you. I'll repeat. Don't mistaken anxiety behavior as directed to you. So don't think because they have started having an anxious behavior around you it means it's directed to you it could happen anywhere with anyone and it doesn't happen because you have decided for it to happen it must have been triggered with some by something but it is never directed to you never Sixteen goes as, as hard as it can be at times, remember that you are not their therapist, but there to support them. But don't try to be their whole support system. If... Their therapist does something different from what you do. If you do something different from what their therapist does, it gets a bit confusing and overwhelming and they don't know how to deal with it. And that disorder can last for a very long time. So just be a support system. And be a friend, be a partner, be there for them. And in that way, it helps them. Don't try to let them talk to you or try to do whatever different remedies that you've seen somewhere. Because they have their own and they have been 
taught different remedies by their therapists. So you bringing your own remedy confuses them and it puzzles with their minds. The last one would is don't underestimate the power of observation to understand your partner and don't assume that every issue brought up is anxiety related. Don't assume that every issue is brought up by anxiety related issues. They could just be genuine concerns and it could just be something that is concerning them but has nothing to do with their anxiety disorder well all every relationship comes with its shares of challenges but this is something i wanted to share with you guys because i went through it and i had no one to understand or know what i was going through and i need you to know what you're going through i need you to know that if your partner is going through such what must happen what should you do what should you not do and it helps a lot it really helps a lot anxiety disorder is something that is not nice but it's something we have to live with some of us and this is all for me today thank you all for listening i will see you on the next one bye and out this podcast was brought to you by the johannesburg junior council in partnership with red radio